Today we have Sister Amorel Morero who will be joining us and she will be speaking to us and um, just a background of her life. She is a PK kid. Anong PK? Pastor's kid. She grew up in church all her, all her life. Nag-serve siya sa Pilipinas and, and now she's here in Singapore still serving the Lord. Kaya pag-pray niyo siya. And uh, now she is serving in uh, discipleship ministry. She's assisting uh, Sister Salve and the team in the SOL classes and also in the IBI class. So, ngayon nagtuturo po siya. So, we thank God for her life and uh, I pray and let's just uh, pray for her as she would uh, preach to us today and let us welcome her as she served to us through this God's Word. Good afternoon, no? Ah, ah, good morning. Good afternoon sa lahat ng taga-living taga word fellowship and of course to those who are joining us online. Thank you, Pastor Roel. Sabi nga po ni Pastor Roel kanina, pag uh, lumaki nga ako sa church, so pag um, lumaki ka sa ganong environment, the church is already a part of your family. So malaki yung aming family at the same time, yung mga pastor, nagiging kuya na namin. So, I'm just thankful that when we migrated here in Singapore, I thought yung klase ng buhay ko sa Pinas, naiwan ko na. So, it's gonna be a different uh, <laughs> setup. But, I think God has a plan and uh, He provided us with a uh, church who is so loving and caring. And He even gave me two brothers in the person of si Pastor Ray Dandan and Pastor Roel. Para ko na rin silang naging kuya like the other pastors in the Philippines. So I'm just grateful to the Lord for the opportunity that He has given me to share. Although it's my first time, I know, but I thank God for the <laughs> strength and the courage that He is giving me uh, this time. Um, so uh, this morning, I want, uh, this afternoon, I want to ask you a question. Ano po? Um, this morning when you woke up, uh, I want you to recall what you felt nung nagising kayo kaninang umaga. Napaka-serious natin, no? Is it positive? Are we happy? Are we energized? Yes, Sunday! Mag-church ako! <laughs> or kinakabahan like me? Um, siguro yung iba sa atin, pwedeng sabihin nyo, medyo malungkot kasi nga, maybe your situation or the situation that's happening in the Philippines or may fear, no? may takot, kanina nga na-mention ulit about fear. And so, you know, and they gave me this topic about faith. Na-curious lang ako, kasi you know, in the medical field, meron kasi yung, ano, we have the, the scale, yung pain scale, I don't know if you've experienced this, that when you went to the ER or clinic and you're in pain, sometimes they would ask you, uh, would you mind to rate your pain from 1 to 10? <laughs> 10 being the highest. Kasi ikaw nasa intense pain. 10! <laughs> or meron yung, ano, yung makikita yung face na mild, moderate, severe. And then they will refer to that. And then they will know, oh, okay, by just looking at this person, I know this person is in pain. Ganun. And so I got curious lang naman. Ano, sabi ko, hmm, is there such thing as uh, fear scale? <laughs> And uh, I tried to search in the Google, and some interesting pictures came out. But 
this one really caught my attention. So, sabi ko, hmm, <laughs> yung number eight talagang point of no return, ano? So, maybe this is the time when hindi mo na alam kung anong gagawin mo, ano? And, kaya lang, wag naman, kasi yung before that, may panic attack na. <laughs> but I don't know how you're feeling right now. Okay? Uh, it could be uncomfortable or medyo ano lang, low anxiety. <laughs> but then, I also tried to search some pictures about uh, faith, which is the opposite of fear. And uh, daming lumabas na interesting picture. Of course, pag sinabi mo kasing faith scale, we cannot actually measure our faith. Ano? It's only God who can tell us where we at at this point in our faith. But this somehow uh, caught my attention. No? Uh, for those who have cars, yung nagda-drive, isn't it that uh, when you run out of gas, uh, you have to refill it para maging maximum. Kasi ayaw nyo maging E, diba? empty, and then nasa middle. Now, when you're in the middle of that, somehow you get, uh, okay, malapit ng maubos. So, I have to refill. Yeah. So, parang gan- ganito daw yung, yung faith, ano? We have to um, fill it up <laughs> para manage natin yung maximum, ano? And uh, ito ang gusto ko. Sabi niya, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Totoo nga naman, no? Kung physical, in our physical body, in order to stay healthy, uh, we have to exercise, ano? Para mabuild yung muscle, pakainin mo yung katawan mo ng healthy. And that is the same with our faith. We need to do something, you know, if our faith is, yung na-feel natin na, oh, I'm, I'm getting discouraged. Meron pa ba akong hope? Do I still have hope? Lord, are you still there? <laughs> and, so, and so this morning, I want us to look at the uh, st- uh, story or experience in the Bible. Uh, there are, and we will learn about the things you know, that we can do amidst the crisis. And we can find the text in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 30, verse 1 to 30. Uh, although we will only highlight some of the uh, verses. Okay, so I will read from the NASB. May I request everyone to please uh, stand with me. I know we are not allowed due to restriction, but you can read in your mind and in your heart. So, Let's read from uh, verse 1. Then it happened when David and his men came to Siklag on the third day that the Amalekites had carried out an attack on, on the Negev and on Siklag and had overthrown Siklag and burned it with fire. Verse 2. And they took captive the women and all who were, who were in it, from the small to the great, without killing anyone, and drove them off and went their way. So when David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him raised their voices and wept until there was no strength in them to weep. Now David's two wives had been taken captive, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite. Also, David was in great distress because the people spoke of stoning him. For all the people were embittered, each one because of his sons and his daughters. But David 
felt strengthened in the Lord his God. Verse 7, Then David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Please bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David, and David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this band of raiders? Will I overtake them? And he said to him, Pursue, for you will certainly overtake them, and you will certainly rescue everyone. In verse 11, Now they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he ate, and they provided him water to drink. They also gave him a slice of fig cake and two cakes of raisins, and he ate. Then his spirit revived, for he had not eaten bread or drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, a servant of an Amalekite, and my master abandoned me when I became sick three days ago. So David recovered all, in verse 18, that the Amalekites had taken and rescued his two wives. And nothing of theirs was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, plunder or anything that they had taken for themselves. And David brought it all back. So David had captured all the ships and the cattle when the people drove ahead of the other livestock. And they said, this is David's plunder. Let us pray. Father, we thank you and we worship you today, O God. Father, we thank you for another day, another opportunity to lead and to listen and hear your word. Help us, O Lord, to focus on you. Holy Spirit, come and teach us, O Lord, and help us to understand what you want us to know this morning. Help us to focus on your word, O oh Lord, and help and make us feel your presence, Lord, whether it's online or here in the chapel. And Lord, we thank you for the word this morning. We offer this to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So this is the city of Siklag. Okay. If you read the previous text, uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 27, Ah, uh, yung mga IBI students, this is just a review to you, di ba? Pinag-aralan nyo to sa OT. Now, David was running because Saul uh, was after his life. So, dun sa verse 27, parang mababasa natin na somehow, he's feeling na may fear siya, no? natatakot siya na baka, yun nga, ipapatay siya ni King Saul. Because at that time, Tumatanda na nga si Saul, and Saul was, you know, after him, no, nagkaroon siya ng um, jealousy against David. And so David, out of fear, he fled the land of Philistine, the, their enemy, yung kalaban ng Israel. So he crossed the Israel's border. And then he gathered 600 men along with him, including their uh, family. And in their wives, their children, kasama sa kanila. So later on, he met Akish. Tong si Akish, who is the king of Gath. <clears throat> and somehow he gained the favor of this king. You know? So pag tinanong siya nung, ni, ni Akish, saan kayo nakipaglaban ngayon sa panahong kanina? So iba yung sasabihin niya eh. So parang he's trying to gain the favor. And what David is trying to do, every time they, uh, they capture a certain land, Papatayin niya lahat para walang magsusumbong. 
but they will take their livestock. So, ganun yung ginawa ni David that time. So, David and his men will strike the land and leave no one alive. And they will take their opposition. And so, Achish, because of that, Achish trusted David and he gave him this land of uh, the city of Siklag, where David and his men lived for one year and four months. And dun yan, sa 1 Samuel. So, dito, makikita natin that Somehow, Siklag has become a, uh, you know, place of comfort <laughs> or refuge for uh, David and his men. And um, until such time that um, Akish asked David to go to war with him against Israel, the you know, nation of David. And you know, while on war, something happened. Itong mga Amalekites, these Amalekites, <laughs> they went to Siklag, they took advantage because David and his men were not there. Only their wives and children were left. You know? And they took advantage of the situation. And you know what these Amalekites did? They burned the city and they captured the wa- their wives and the kids without killing them. Buti naman, ano? they take, take them as captives. But what they did was they burned the city of Siklag. And so when David and his men returned to Siklag, they, they can smell, ano, siguro they can smell that it was parang nangangamoy sunog. They were expecting that when they go home, pag nila, the family will come, ano, yayakapin sila ng mga anak nila. Because they were so tired from the battle. Kasi nga nakikipaglaban sila, physically exhausted, you know, emotionally pagod na pagod sila. But I think this is the worst possible homecoming, ano, <laughs> ang uuwian mo nasusunog na city and your your family is not there. Hindi mo alam kung anong nangyari sa kanila because at that time, hindi pa alam David and his, uh, his men didn't know yet what happened to their uh, wives and kids. And so this morning, I want us to learn you know, from David's siklag experience so that uh, uh, we will uh, unlock, reveal some keys to our restoration. Okay, so going back to the story, David had crisis. Nagdaan siya sa crisis. Ano? And what are these? Uh, actually, it's a major crisis pa nga. Eh, no? So number one is, David and his men lost their family in possession. So in verse 3, sinabi dyan, so when they came to the city, it was burned with fire. And then David and the people who were with him they raised their voices out of grief. Miyak sila until there was no strength in them to weep. <laughs> Can you just imagine? And they were men, ha? mga lalaki po sila. And they cried until wala na silang mailabas siguro na luha. <laughs> so that was their uh, situation at that time. Another crisis is, after that, of course, the men were embittered. You know? And so uh, David was in great distress. Because the people, his men, spoke of stoning him. <laughs> because each one, you know, because of their sons and daughters, they were embittered. But what did David do? David strengthened, uh, felt strengthened in the Lord his God. No? David, we know that he was in physical, uh, emotional, and mental crisis. Siklag was ganda-ganda na, no? Every time they would go to the battle, they would come home to Siklag. The family was there. Wala si King Saul na <laughs> who was after him na gusto siyang papatayin. Wala siya doon. 
he ran away from Israel and he established a place for him and his men in, in Siklag. And they stayed there. And somehow this has, uh, you know, hindered his relationship with God. And this place was taken away from David, including his family and possession. And adding to his pain and stress, his men was bitter in spirit and spoke of stoning him. So David had underground crisis. And what does this say to us? No? Number one, we have to recognize that crisis is part of life. No? Uh, we know that David's action uh, after what happened, we read, early, we read earlier that it showed that he learned from his crisis. But we can also see here that he recognized, we should recognize that crisis is part of life. Ano ba ang pinagdadaanan mo ngayong araw na to, kapatid? <laughs> crisis could also mean our struggle, ano? Um, well, it could uh, be a result of our impulsive decision, maybe. Or somehow, it's a product of our mistrust. Pwedeng ganun yung ating crisis. And it could also mean our struggles. Ano ba yung burden mo ngayon? Maybe you're thinking of your family back in the Philippines. Or maybe um, you have, you're struggling with your relationship with your family or maybe with other people. I don't know. What are your struggles? Pwede rin health crisis yan. And you don't know kung <laughs> you're waiting for a result that, and you are hoping na sana maging, maging positive, maging maganda yung result. Maybe you're in that uh, position. Or maybe you're, in, you're struggling with your career. Lord, but ba ang tagal kong ma-promote? <laughs> or you're waiting for something to happen na maganda-ganda naman ng konti, ano? And uh, somehow, this will um, hinder us, ano? Sa pag ating pag-worship sa Panginoon, instead of worshiping God, iniisip natin, I don't think, may, may, may hope pa ba? May chance pa ba? Ano ba naman to? Hindi na, hindi na matapos-tapos. Bakit ang dami? Parang, you're thinking na wala na yatang solusyon sa aking sitwasyon and you're worried about it. And you know, most of the time, these crises are unexpected. Tama ba? It will come when you least expect yung crisis na yun to come in you and sometimes you're not even prepared. At ang nagagawa mo na lang, biyak na lang, Lord, ano bang, ano bang gagawin ko? Hindi pa ako makauwi sa Pinas. <laughs> and... Uh, Nalulungkot ka lalo because of this crisis. But, you know, this crisis will somehow help us to become stronger someday. So, we have to uh, understand that this is part of life. You know, we learn from our crisis and we will recognize later on yung lesson na ituturo sa atin ng mga crisis na to. You know, back in the Philippines, we know what's going on, you know, uh, especially this time of pandemic. And... Uh, the same true with this, with us here in Singapore, you no? Know? We're limited with so many things. Tapos sasabayan ka pa ng may tatawag po ate, kuya. Kailangan namin ng pambayad ng ganito. Kailangan namin ng pambayad ng ganito ang mga uh, bills. Gan- ano, so many things that is hindering us and we think that yung struggles natin na ito ay eh, wala na yatang solusyon and you're exhausted. Even in your finances, ano, wala nang pera, wala pang papa. <laughs> Ganong drama natin minsan. And nag-iisip ka, paano, paano ko ba susolusyonan to, Lord? <laughs> Tapos ito pa, ano, 
And here comes your basher. Ang dami-daming sinabi, hindi na nga nakatulong. Oh, it's... Parang nakadagdag pa sa crisis mo. Ano ba yan? Bring it on! <laughs> but it's part of life. No? We are not uh, exempted ngayong pandemic nga, eh, di ba? And the thing that we need to do is to follow the protocols. Disiplinahin ang ating mga sarili. Huwag, huwag pasyal lang pasyal kung saan-saan. <laughs> and, you know, in our crisis, we can either choose to be discouraged or be encouraged like David who encouraged himself in the Lord. No? It's part of the process. And, uh, sabi dun sa, meron kasi yung old song, it's a hymn. Sabi niya, no, no, it's not an easy road. Di ba? If you're familiar, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Siguro mga seniors. <laughs> sabi niya, no, no, it's not an easy road. But Jesus walks beside me and brightens the journey and lightens every load. So let us not allow our crises, our struggles to discourage us. But it's instead, use our crisis to seek the Lord more, more, and more. Sabi dun sa kanta, we wonder why the test when we try to do our best. Bakit Lord, kung kailan akong nagsuserve? Bakit ganito ang nangyari? Active naman ako minsan na yung ganong ano tayo. But, you know, we will understand it better by and by. Sabi nga dun sa kanta, anyway. This too shall pass. May pinagdadaanan tayong season. Sabi nga ni Pastor Ray, kapit lang, besh. <laughs> we have to look forward. Huwag lingon ng lingon daw para makamove on. <laughs> so, kung ano yung, yung magandang lingonin natin, you know, the faithfulness of God. Pero yung mga bagay na nagpaiyak sa'yo, yung nang iwan sa'yo, huwag mo nang lingonin para makamove on. <laughs> okay. But, you know, this crisis led David to do something, right? <laughs> Anong ginawa niya? David inquired and followed God's commands. Sabi dun sa verse 8, And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this band of raiders? Will I overtake them? Sabi ng Panginoon, There was a command with a promise. Ano? Sabi niya, Pursue, for you will certainly overtake them. And you will certainly, may certainly na naman, may assurance that you will rescue everyone. Let us pause there. Sabi niya, pursue. <laughs> Yung certainly kasi, uh, isang term niya, surely or undoubtedly. So merong assurance from God, ano? You will overtake them. And pursue to follow. Okay? And though, David was physically exhausted. Imagine, pagod siya dun eh. Pagod sila, di ba? Tapos, iniisip niyo, ano bang nangyari sa pamilya namin? May worry. Meron siyang worry sa mga pam- kung ano na yung ginawa nila. But he followed God. God guaranteed him and his men success. There was an assurance and David did nothing twice. Hindi na sinabing, ah, talaga ba Lord? <laughs> Ganun na. And David to do, was willing to do what God was communicating to him. He obeyed. Yeah? God was directing, helping David to restore all that was lost. And as a result, 
David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken because he obeyed. Sumunod siya dun sa instruction ng Panginoon sa kanya. You know, it was the consequence of his disobedience that led him to return to God. And in his grief, no, he expressed true weeping. And in repentance this time, David trusted God by responding to his command. So this points us to the second main thing that we need to do. We need to respond to God. Yes, Lord, sabi niya dyan, no? <laughs> Sabi ko kanina, it's not an easy road. And sometimes, when God will respond to us, sometimes the road is not easy. Diba? But the question is, are we willing to obey? Are we still willing to serve Him? Despite of the tough journey. Are we willing to do something about our situation? Because remember, when you go to God, of course, God will help us. Pero mayroon tayong kailangan gawin. No, si David, he inquired from God, although he was exhausted, pwede niya sana sinabi, Lord, pagpahingain mo naman ako kahit isang buwan lang. Walang, wala tayong nabasang ganun, no? And suffering from the effects of this crisis, but he was willing to submit and follow what God had instructed him to do, and he even had to lead 600 men. So, hindi lang siya. Meron pa siyang kailangan, kailangan um, i-lead. And for us, how do we respond to God? We worship Him. Yes? Yung ginagawa natin kanina. We worship Him. We read. We study His Word. We allow the Holy Spirit to change us. You know, we also respond dun sa advice ng ating mga pastors or leaders. Tama? <laughs> Pero pag in-invite naman tayo, bro, I know you're in this process. You know, one thing that can help you is to Lika, mag-involve ka sa ministry. Ayaw mo naman. Hindi, <laughs> dito na lang. Dali, pag second time pupunta. So, ito na yung Your pastor is here or your leader. Kasi, dahil join tayo dito. Eh, ano eh? Dami excuse. Ah, pang, sa pang-apat na lang siguro. Maybe I will join. <laughs> Ang daming excuses. Remember when... You know yung potter's hand? We're singing that song. And we say, take me, mold me. Oh, that is a very uh, strong word. Mold me. Tapos, sisingin ka pa, use me, Lord. Diba? Take me, mold me, use me. But are we taking this song seriously? That when in, we're in the middle of something, ayoko na. Tayo pala yung naunang nag-give up. E abang kinakanta natin itong kantang to, meron pa tayong luha-luha sa gilid, no? <laughs> when we are being tested, can we still sing this song? Are we still responding to God in our trials, in our testings? And, you know, we have to make sure that when we are singing this song, we are responding to the one who has made us, to the one who has created us. God is molding us. Diba yung molding process nga hindi madali? If you watch yung pag-mold ng clay, marami siyang pinagdadaanan. And I think it's the same true with us. Habi natin, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. May amen. May amen pa. Diba ang meaning ng amen? So be it. Um, if you you're following yung Facebook page ng ating church, 
ang amen, ang meaning ng amen is so be it, right? So parang sinabi mo, yes Lord, yes Lord, so be it. <laughs> Pero pag dumating yung ano, ikaw pala yung nauna, ayoko na, give up. It is a reminder for all of us, no? That when we are undergoing crisis, he, sige Lord, I will respond. Ayan. We need to do our part because remember that during your crisis, the enemy is just there. He's trying to attack your mind at kung ano-ano ang ipapasok niya sa utak mo. At i-discourage ka niya. Sasabihin niya sa'yo, oh, hindi mo na kaya Woo! Pinapakinggan ka ba talaga ni Lord? No. He will create doubts in your mind. Oh, may plano ba talaga si Lord sa buhay mo? Mga ganun, ano. Alam niyo sa, ano, sa medical field, well, I'm using this as an example. Kasi nakita ko kasi yung effect. And then, you know, after surgery, those who had undergone surgery or the mothers na nanganak, especially yung cesarean section, isn't it that in order for you to recover faster and better, you know, the doctors or the nurses will, will ask you to ambulate or to walk. Para mas maganda yung healing process. Diba? Mas mabilis yung recovery. Ganun. And so, meaning, you have to do your part for faster healing para ma-restore yung, yung physical strength. And I think this is the same is true with our spiritual life. We need to do something and we need to participate with God. So, uh, we need to... Uh, uh, ask the help of our leaders, our pastors. And if they will advise, advise us to do something, are we going to respond to them? Yeah? God is leading us into something that demands our participation. But sometimes we want shortcut. Lord, wala bang mas madali? Wala bang mas madali, Pastor? Hmm? Pwede bang ano, may will na lang? May will. <laughs> Sa school sana, no? for example, in school. If you will not follow what the teacher is telling you, it's either you will uh, have a low grade or worse, you will fail. So, ganun din yun eh. Pag hindi natin sinunod yung sasabihin sa atin para tayo yung ma-restore, then it, the process will take long. You know? Pwedeng iba yung magawa natin. <laughs> so, we need to we respond to God. Our faith, our faith is shown in our obedience. So, I will respond because I want to be restored in my faith. <clears throat> so, choose to respond to God. Another lesson, then what happened? Now, they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. So, may nakita silang stranger. And they also, so, uh, they gave him bread and while he ate, they provided him water to drink. They also gave him slice of fig cake. So, in other words, pinakain nila and he ate and then his spirit was revived. Kasi nga, hindi siya nakakain at uminom for how many days? Uh, three days. Oh. <laughs> and on the road to restoration, David and his men encountered this Egyptian. Ano? Pwede naman sanang sinabi ni David na, ah, yan yun na yan, let him... Just give him a piece of bread and we need to go because we have more important thing to do. We need to save our wives. Sakaling buhay pa sila. We need to restore our possession. Dahil yun ang sabi ni Lord sa akin. But he did not say that. They stopped by and they responded to this man. And of course, they found out later on, if you will read the verse, they found out that he was an abandoned enemy, you know? 
And later did they know that this enemy was the way for them for their own restoration. This man became their brother. And so what does this teach us? As we respond to God, we also need to respond to the needs of others. Oh, ako nga may pinagdadaanan eh. Mas worse pa ngayong pinagdadaanan ko eh. Ikaw yung problema ko, paano kumain? Ako problema ko yung asawa ko. Sa Pinas. <laughs> may mga ganun ano. Or, hindi ko na makaanwan yan. Bakit ko ipagpapray? Di ba? Kung minatawa si ate. Di niya nga ako pinapansin sa church eh. You know, uh, sometimes we are um, clouded with this kind of uh, reasoning. And you know, in this time of crisis, in this time of pandemic, we still have time to uh, bash or to blame. Isipin mo ba natin yung mga negative na mga bagay? Ano? Sometimes we're becoming too negative about, uh, what, about the situation. I think this is the negative effect of social, too much uh, social media. We try to copy yung hindi naman dapat, ano? And uh, also, we have a part to play in the restoration of other believers' faith. Like, you know, loving our brothers, caring for the strangers, and loving our enemies. Yan na naman yung loving our enemies. <laughs> Hirap kayo! <laughs> but you know, as we heal our hearts, our pain, our hurts, God will begin to restore and revive our souls. It begins with us. You know, restoration begins also with us reaching, uh, reaching um, our brothers who can be also our former enemy. Nalaman mo na yung dati mong basher may nagkasakit or nangangailangan. How will you respond? Or, di ba, sa... sa prayer uh, meeting. You know? Usually, may mga imi-mention sila about uh, can we pray for this? Can we pray for the need of this person? Hindi natin sila kilala. But this person is asking us, is asking for help. Pwede bang ipag-pray natin si ganito? How will you respond? No? Wag naman sin lang. Kasi sa group chat, yeah, I know, um, pag-group chat, understood na yun, nabasa ko na yun eh. <laughs> but siguro pag-prayer naman, somehow, no, we can say, yes, sister, we are praying for you. You know, that statement alone is a great encouragement to them. Right? I th- even me, I've experienced that. And it really encouraged me a lot. When I, I hear this uh, response that, sister, we are praying for you. Ano nga palang pangalan nung, ano, nung kapatid nung brother-in-law mo? Sige, pagpapray natin. Pero hindi niya kilala, but in-encourage niya ako with that. You know, it's very encouraging to know that someone is praying for you even if they don't know that person. Personally, ah. Tama, di ba? So, kamustahin naman natin sila. Bro, kamusta ka na dyan? Anong nangyayari sa'yo dyan? Okay ka lang, dito lang ako, bro, ah. I know we're not allowed to eat outside muna in, in groups. But we can pray for them. We can call them. I, I can pray for you even at this time. Kasi, you know, the testimony of our faith can be one of the best encouragement during crisis or when that person is also undergoing crisis. Huh? This is why, you know, this church is encouraging us to be a part of the care group ministry. 
Tama? Because we need one another. We need each other uh, to encourage one another. We get strength by showing our care. Sabi nga nila, ang pinaka, isa daw sa pinaka-challenging na nagagawa natin is to encourage someone when you're struggling. Tama? Pero hindi ba when you're, when you're struggling and you're also encouraging the other people, isn't it, di ba nakakagaan? It makes your load lighter. And then you're, you're also encouraging na, sige, mag-pray tayo. Even if it's very tough, even if our situation is tough, pag-pray natin yan. We know God is there. Kahit na umiyak-iyak ka na dyan. <laughs> so, let us be encouragers. You know, even to our pastors and to our leaders, growing up as a pastor's kid, somehow, nakita namin how difficult it is even until now. When your mom or dad is a pastor or when they're part of the leadership of the church. Kasi, of course, they, they cannot say it in front of the pulpit, ano? And most of the time, they are the ones encouraging us. Yung mga pastor, kumusta <laughs> ka na kapatid? Kumusta ka na bro? How are you doing? Our care leaders, they never get tired of asking us, how are you? But are we also asking them, kumusta na po kayo pastor? Which reminds me that October is Pastor's Appreciation Month. <laughs> and so, yes, we appreciate. We need to appreciate our pastors. No? But not just during October, ah. Kasi baka mamay, iba yung November, wala na naman. Oh, it's October ulit. Appreciate natin. Magpo-post tayo sa social media. Happy Pastor's Appreciation Month. Mm, tapos tag natin Pastor Ruel, Pastor Ray. Pastor Jerry, Pastor Glo. After October, uh, November to September, sila lang mangungumusta. October, wag naman ganun na. <laughs> no, hindi naman masama na kumusta na po kayo, Pastor. I hope all is going well. Dahil hindi natin alam yung mga struggles nila, hindi lang nila sinasabi. They to, they, I mean, to, to handle the church in this time of pandemic, I think it's very challenging. In the Philippines, uh, they are undergoing surge and even pastors are not spared. I heard some pastors and even their leaders, they died because of COVID. Kakalungkot, di ba? They are not spared. <clears throat> At pag kinamusta mo yung pastor, kumustahin mo din yung asawa. Teacher Donna, kumusta ka na po? Sister Ewoks, how are you? Because they also share the struggles of these pastors. So, let us take time, no? Later on, mamaya, after ng service, Say, Pastor, we are praying for you. Be encouraged. We are just here. We are praying for you. We're lifting you up. Diba? And so, going back to the story, when David said to Abiathar, the priest, son of Ahimelech, uh, please bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David, and David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this band of raiders? Will I overtake them? And he said to him, Pursue. For you will certainly rescue everyone. Okay, itong ephod po kasi na ito, this is a special garment that is required for the high priest when they will enter the Holy of Holies. Uh, it's a special kind of apron. So if you, uh, you will learn more about this if you will uh, study the Pentateuch, particularly Exodus and Leviticus. So if you want to know more, 
you join us sa IBI class, sabi ni Pastor Noel. Patalastas lang po yun. But yes, if you want to know more, come and learn with us. Uh, um, this is uh, brought to you by the Living Word Fellowship. <laughs> it is very interesting to learn about this. So, uh, ginagamit po nila ito when they will enter the presence of God. They will worship God. But uh, there are... Uh, like David and there are kings who also uh, wore this itong ephod na ito. And so David prayed, he inquired, he sought God. He totally abandoned himself in God's care and he asked God for help. And God sought strength from his relationship with the Lord, no? Um alam niya na wala na siyang ibang matatakbuhan but to look up. Kasi yung nangyayari sa paligid niya Hindi lahat maganda. Parang there is no escape at all. So he thinks, maganda na lahat, no? Biglang nawala. Biglang nasunog. Lord, anong gagawin ko? <laughs> Kasi nga, eh, di ba? He fled from Saul. And there's a possibility that he acted out of fear. There was mistrust. So nag-shift yung kanyang palataya. He did not trust God, ano? The God who helped him defeat Goliath. <laughs> but this time, David fully entrusted his faith in God. And so, if there was going to be a restoration, God will accomplish it. Alam niya na ganun yung mangyayari. And so, what does this teach to us? Which is the most important thing that we need to do after the crisis. We need to run to God. Um, as, we run to, as we run to God, you know, we totally abandon ourselves. We look at our own heart. Pag yung katabi mo, <laughs> sometimes, ang galing natin maganong musiyon. <laughs> Uy, si ganito, pag may sinasabi yung preacher. But let us look at our own hearts. Or could be the product of our impulsive decision, or our sinful choices, or mga maling choices natin. Ano? And this is how we begin the process of restoration. That is when we lay down our pride. We acknowledge our own mistakes and we bring it to God. We run. We run to God. Because um, are we clinging? Are we still clinging to God? Are we still holding on to Him? How passionate we are, are we in our prayer life? Ano? Um, sabi nila, sab, uh, yung, sabi po nung isang nag-share sa amin this week, as we pray to God, we also take time to listen to Him. Ama? Because, I like this, because when we um, approach the presence of God, our thinking process will change. No? It will change the way we view life, our outlook in life will become more positive. And we look at the unknown future with confidence that we know that God is there listening to us. You know, last Wednesday, we were joined by the uh, Praise Kids Ministry, diba? Uh, they prayed after the exhortation of Brother Robert. And listening to these prayers, you can, they can feel uh, their sincerity. And you can feel that these kids, they know that even if they don't see Him, they don't say God, they know that God is listening. 
na nakikipag-usap na sila sa Panginoon. When I told my daughter that, uh, oh, Teacher Donna is asking you to pray for Singapore, I was expecting na ang reaction niya, because she loves to complain. Uh, when he heard, she heard me say that, nalaki yung mata niya, Really? I will tell that to Jesus? Pero hindi niya nakikita si Jesus. But you know, her faith encouraged me na, ah, ang mga bata nga naman, no? they know, even if they cannot see, they know, si Jesus nandyan. When you're afraid, pag, di ba, tayo nga, sasabihin natin, oh, when you get scared at night, you pray to Jesus. Kadi, He's just there. He's just there listening to you. ba? So let us be like these kids, like this, you know, childlike faith. Walang doubts. They know, nakikinig si Lord. And we take time to listen. Because, you know, God is the main key to our restoration, to our recovery. And another thing is, you know, when we run to God, we will experience these things. We will find peace, His peace when we are in grief. Tama? Ang sarap umiyak sa Panginoon. Umiyak ka lang, sinasabi mo lang, Lord, I'm so tired. But we will find rest when we are tired and weary. We will find strength when we are hirap. My situation is so tough, so difficult. But there is hope when everything's not going well. And we will also feel, find courage. Feeling mo, you're defeated. But you know, you run to God and you will find courage in Him. So we have to stay focused when we are about to give up on our faith. Then all, and when we think nothing's happening, all the more that we should pray. And when we think, wala namang sumasagot, then we need to pray harder. Don't give up. Andyan si Lord, sumasagot siya. He's doing something in our situation. We need to pray harder. Sabi nga dun sa kata, even when I see it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. Diba? So, manalig ka lang. Besh! Sabi ni Pastor Ray. Meron yung, ano, yung hymn. Sabi niya, I think you're familiar with this. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Bakit? All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Tama? Lapit mo yan kay Lord, kapatid. Yung mga dinadala mo sa buhay, maybe He's just waiting you to run to Him. Baka naman kasi hindi natin ginagawa yun, ano? <laughs> Pag dumating yung problema, Facebook, papos, ah, maganda, maganda ko. Tapos may sumagot. No, pag dumating ang problema, taubo yung phone mo and pray. You run to God. Hayaan mo muna yung phone mo. Mamaya na yan, ang paghintay ang Facebook. And the process of restoration begins when we acknowledge our weakness and we bring them to God. So we need to run to God, not away. Sometimes we run away. <laughs> and, you know, God will honor our faith. Tama? So I hope I've encouraged you with these things that we can learn from the story of, you know, David. But I want to share a short testimony before um, I will conclude. Uh, for the past two weeks, 
uh, my situation has been very tough, ano. Mm, kasi, uh, sabi ko nga kanina, I grew up in the church. So the church somehow became my family. And the pastors, uh, even if they're pastoring other church, they be, some of them became my brothers. Kuya-kuyahan, parang ano, sina Pastor Well, Pastor Rey, parang ganun yung established na relationship namin. And then they became our mentors when we were starting in the ministry. And uh, two weeks ago, I heard about the surge. Kasi nga, ano eh, sa amin sa Benguet, I think late bloomer, <laughs> nahuli yung surge. I think nauna nga sa Manila. And even Ate Salve was uh, telling to me earlier nga na even in, in Pangasinan, eh, karoon talaga ng surge lately. And so hearing about uh, the death of um, someone who is dear to you, it really broke me. Sabi ko, Sabi, Lord, nakipag, yung leader ng aming uh, church board, yung nauna. So, sab, in my heart, nakipag-serve siya for almost 30 years. Uh, they were expecting na siya yung tutulong si leadership in this time of, you know, pero siya yung nawala. And then you will hear uh, yung mga friends mo, makakilala mo talaga. They were fighting for their life. They were struggling. And you will hear about the thing that they had to endure. And it really breaks my heart. And so, you know, last Friday, mm, my sister called me. Pag ganun talaga, kinakabahan na ako because I know something's wrong. Sabi niya, let's pray for Pastor Julius. Uh, if you remember po, I mentioned this in the prayer group. Please pray for Pastor Julius and his brother. But he was so, he was critical at that time. Sabi niya, pag-pray mo, pag-pray mo kami. Uh, he was also the brother-in-law of my sister. Kasi, hirap na hirap na kami. Exhausted. Lahat na, wala na. And I can feel my sister's grief. Uh, yung pain niya, everything, and the whole family. And after, um, siguro 15, 20 minutes, she informed me that uh, Pastor Julius died. Sabi ko, I, I just prayed. I was praying literally. I was crying. Nagtago ako kay Abby because I don't want her to see me crying. But I was crying to God. And so my emotions that time were not stable. And I was already thinking of calling Pastor Roel. <laughs> Kasi habang maaga pa, makapag-prepare pa siya for Sunday. Because at the back of my mind, I don't think I can preach sa Sunday. But you know, something happened. Um, God encouraged me. See? When you're in the presence of God, crying out to Him, He will comfort you. He is the best comforter. And He encouraged me by reminding me of a vision He impressed in my heart 20 years ago. For some reason, nakalimutan ko na yung vision na yun. Ay, siguro ayoko lang <laughs> alalahanin. But He reminded me of a vision He impressed in my heart 20 years ago. And, um, it was so vivid. Naalala ko talaga. Sabi ko, grabe, Lord. <laughs> because, you know, yung vision na yun, it was impressed to me when we were praying, we were seeking the Lord. It was a uh, small group uh, prayer gathering together with Pastor Julius that time. And I was crying kasi nga, we were about to decide kung ano yung kukunin namin course sa college. I was so scared. Bakit ano tong ini-impress ni Lord sa akin? And the first person na pinagsabihan ko yun was Pastor Julius, the one who died. And sabi niya sa akin, you need to pray about that vision. 
Pray mo, ganito. He was encouraging me. And the Lord reminded me of that vision on the day of His death. And I was so encouraged. Alam niyo kung ano po yung vision na yun. It was me standing in the crowd sharing about the good news. And so that encouraged me to speak this morning. I know uh, all of us, we are undergoing crisis, struggles. Maybe your family in the Philippines. Uh, I don't know about your future. We have so many worries, things na hindi natin maintindihan, things that, um, why, why is this happening? But run to God and experience His presence. No? Let us continue, as a conclusion, let us continue to remain in God despite of the uncertainties. Marami tayong fears in life. Even our health. No? But let us continue to seek God. Seek His wisdom. You know, though we cannot see it, we continue to hope. And Trust in Him. And you know, though the world seems dark, let us remember, yes, my friend, God has a purpose. God has a purpose for you. He has a purpose despite of what you're going through. We just have to simply trust His heart. You know, um, we joined an online um, memorial service uh, of Pastor Lemuel and Pastor uh, Rose Enkoy. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Parehas po silang namatay sa COVID. They were teachers and leaders. But you know, during, during that time, actually, hindi kami kilala ng mga anak nila. And in their grief, they were the ones encouraging us. Yung mga nanonood sa kanila, they were, they were really encouraging. Grabe kami pa yung na-encourage sa kanila. And they said, we just simply have to trust His heart. You know, the restoration of our faith begins with God and it is accompanied by our submission to His will expressed by the love and care we give to our brothers, no? including our former enemy. Let us be reminded again of our verse this year. Ano yun? It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit of God found in Zechariah chapter 4. Verse 6. And lastly, ano sabi dito? Therefore, we do not lose heart. But though our outer person no, is decaying, yet our inner person is being renewed day by day. Basahin nga natin sa Tagalog. Minsan, mas maganda. It's more personal when we read it in our own language or even in our own dialect. Kaya't hindi kami nasisiraan ng loob, kahit na humina ang aming katawang lupa, patuloy namang lumalakas ang aming spirito araw-araw. Amen! Amen! Praise the Lord! Shall we just stand? I know that um, we are not allowed to sing. Or we are not allowed to voice out, di ba? Because of some restriction. But you know, you can raise your hand. And uh, you can tell to God, Lord, tulungan mo ako. Lord, help me. I'm in this middle of a situation where I don't know how to begin. 
I don't know how to start. I don't know what to do. But Lord, right now, I will simply entrust it to you. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, come and minister to us. We thank you for your presence this morning. And Lord, we thank you for the lessons that we learned in the life of David. We thank you, O God, that even if in time of struggles, in time of crisis, or things that we don't know, Lord, we know you are there listening to our cries, listening to our plea, O God. And Lord, we just want to look up to you at this time. And we just want to worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord. Let's worship Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. You're worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. In our own way, we can worship the Lord. No, treat yourself as an altar. No, just focus on God. Even those who are joining us online, just pray and say, I love you, Lord. Lord, I will worship you. Kahit ano nangyayari, kahit mahirap. I know you're there. You are doing something about my situation. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. Above the troubles in our land, and together we stand to declare you as King. In times like this, we choose to praise you.
than just the voices. Oh, Father, we declare. Father, we declare that we love you. We declare our everlasting love for you. Yes, God. Father, we declare that we love Run to God when you're happy. Run to God when you're hurt. Run to God when life gets weary. Run to God when you're full of energy. Run to God when you have questions. Run to God when you are doubt. Run to God when you're in fear. Run to God when you need wisdom. Run to God for He's always there. Psalms 91 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Let's just raise our hands. Lord, it's a timely message on how we can respond, on how you will restore our faith. When everything all around us is not what we expect, like David, that Lord, it is you who restored him. It is you, Lord, who called his heart to run to you. And I pray, oh God, in this place, if anyone is who are going to tough time, remind them to run to you. For you are the one that will restore our life and restore our faith. That will strengthen us, that will help us through. Salamat Panginoon for your promises. We thank you for your spirit that's dwelling in each one of us. Helping us, empowering us, guiding us. As we journey in this life. Salamat Panginoon. We lift you up Lord. We praise you. Let's just receive the benediction. Finally brothers rejoice. Aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. We thank you O God for this day. That we can receive your word and encounter you in a mighty way. Help us as we face this brand new week. May we stand firm in your word and may we be empowered by your spirit. We thank you and we glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for those who have joined us via Facebook and YouTube. Salamat po. And I pray and hopefully you can join us once again this coming Wednesday and the same time po next Sunday. God bless everyone.